it leaves a mark, you know, it leaves a mark and it leaves a really freaking good impression. So Canada, you did us right. Ladies and gentlemen, you wanted it and you got it. The place for the untold, real, raw and juicy stories of dirt track racing. It's Dirt Track Confessions. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Now here is your host, Mandy Pouch Mahaney. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to Dirt Track Confessions. I'm your host, Mandy Patch Mahaney, and today I thought, you know what? We just spent a good two weeks in Canada. Why not give you my takeaways, my opinions, kind of let you live vicariously through me with all that I have to share? And boy, do I have a lot of stuff to share. So if you follow along over on our YouTube channel, Dirt Track Untold. We did a, I believe it was a two-day stretch with the Short Track Super Series. It was the first time ever having um, the Short Track Super Series ever race in Canada, so that was a very big to-do. And we completely, like, it was, uh, what was it, record-breaking crowds, which is amazing. So we did Autodrome Granby, and then we did Lay RPM. And then came back to the States. Then we went back up for a three-day stretch with the Super Dirt Car Series, which they have not been back to Canada in four years. I believe it's since 2019. And we did two days at Autodrome Drummond, and then we did Brockville, Ontario. And I just... I, I don't know. I'm just so... I was so... Honestly, I was worried... I don't know if it was crossing the border or living in a total with a bunch of guys or just being in a different country. I don't know what it is. Like, I was excited, but all at the same time, like, uh, you know, I don't have my own bed. I, just female things, okay? So, first and foremost, I just want you as a listener to just understand that these are my opinions and my opinions solely. This has nothing to do with... Uh, my fam bam, my husband, or like as if I'm stating facts, because that is far from. This episode is strictly Mandy's opinions. Yes, so totally bracing yourself for that, right? So building up to, first, let me tell you what. I feel like, I don't want to say this is my biggest takeaway, because I'm not going to just drop that bomb on you and say, okay, you got your biggest takeaway, you can stop listening now. But this is definitely one of the best ones, and I might ruffle some feathers with this because I truly feel Canadians are just so much, they're so much more open and willing to work with us than Americans. Like, I remember my first time going to Canada, and this was years ago, and you know, you go into a restaurant and they offer you an English menu. Now listen, we are... um, most of the stretch, we did go to Quebec, and if you don't know, Quebec is generally um, a French-speaking area, so what I'm saying, they offer you an English menu, they offer you an English menu, and I really don't, I do not see a French-Canadian coming to New York and asking for an, a French menu, like, that. that's just a small, like, tiny little thing that crossed my mind, because they're just so accommodating. You know, they're so accommodating when we cross the border, when we're at the races, when 
we're out and about in town. And this this time we, we stayed at Strictly in the Toter and at the racetracks. But just speaking from past experiences, because just think about it. You know, you're used to speaking French and talking to French people. And then in comes this whole slew of Americans who speak English. And I can only imagine how much of a headache that must be. But it does boggle my mind because so many fans came up to us that they tried so hard to speak English to us and it was so sweet but it just it was so interesting because they can understand it so they watch our videos like they listen to the podcast they understand it but they just can't speak it back and so I'm thinking wow well aren't I a B-I-T-C-H like I really should learn some lingo here I learned maybe like a handful of words on this trip and maybe next time Hold me to it, guys. I really do want to accommodate back, right? And just try and work with them and understand them and at least have some kind of conversation. So um, <sighs> that kind of just reminds me was oh, one, of the, one of the tracks, I forget which one it was, but the line to get in the pits was so long. And I was just like, what is going on, you know? Then you get up to the front and the poor women at the the pit the pit gate none of them spoke english and i'm thinking oh my god like we're coming in here with a series you would think like someone could help them you know like i don't know if it was the tracks doing or if like the series someone could just jumped in and and try to uh what's the word decipher right (laughs) translate translate that's what we have um I always say Tommy Tommy is our translator he's from up um in Quebec and every time thank goodness he was there every time we're in Canada he's there and I look at him like Tommy what are they saying they talk to him boom 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 done like that is definitely one thing that the tracks need however I will say again this is the accommodating part is I was so blown away so freaking genius like of course there's an app for this there's a bar in the pits mind you you're I think is there like a two beer limit supposedly per driver I don't know if anyone actually counts that or if drivers actually drink but there is a bar in the pits selling alcohol and I'm talking like not just beer but whiskey baileys vodka we're talking mixed drinks right this is this is pretty chill here so I walk up to the woman at the at the bar in the pits and we're trying to talk and I'm trying to like do sign language and I don't even know sign language and I'm trying to like just have a conversation. She goes, hold on. Like she just puts her hands up like stop, just stop right here. She pulls out her phone and she just points to it and I look and I'm like, holy crap. So I speak into her phone like, you know, I want uh, three Coronas and a Bailey's on the rocks. And it translate boom, 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 just like within seconds to a French. And I'm over here like, holy crap, this is amazing. This woman should really be telling every single person about this app and she should be like making millions on this because uh, <laughs> game changer. So that kudos to her. If anyone knows, it was the woman in the pit shack at Drummond, right? Yeah, Drummond. She was awesome. So if anyone knows her, give her that shout out for me. So the fans, the fans were absolutely freaking incredible. Like I said, we had record-breaking crowds at some of the tracks. They freaking pack the place. They are just so full of energy. They, 
it's amazing. Like, just being in that area and in the aura of all those fans, they're just happy to be there and they're excited and, and there's no compl- I mean, if they're complaining, guys, it's in French. So I'm saying there's no complaining, but what do I know? Because I can't speak French. But every time, there's like 27 drivers that are getting announced. No one boos. They're all cheering. And, and, and it's not like there's crickets. They cheer for every single person. If you're starting 27th or if you're starting first, they cheer for you. And that is amazing. Like, you do not see that in the States. Now, I don't know what the reason is behind that, but that is amazing. Um, let's see, what else do I have? Okay, yeah, so this this was kind of, I liked the idea, but I didn't like the idea. Was, for some of the races, it costs the same to get in the pits as it did to get in the stands. So, in Canada, now, of course, I'll, I'll talk about, like, the exchange rate. Um, it's more. So typically it's, ah, it's like $35, $40 to get in the pits in the U.S. Well, in Canada, it was $60. And so people are paying $60 to, now this is Canadian, um, be in the stands or be in the pits. And I like that idea because then it gives them the option to really, I don't want to say be hands-on, but be in the pits and see the drivers and all that cool stuff. However... That part I kind of don't like because then it's overcrowded. It's overpopulated. I get it. I like it. But not when you are the the people putting on the show. And But that's the thing is like majority of the fans, again, back to how awesome they are, they didn't get all up in your face. They didn't overstep. They stood from afar until you kind of like made eye contact or they came over and said hi and like thanks for coming and all this good stuff. So they were really accommodating, but it was so packed in the pits. It was absolutely freaking insane. But it did save me from having to go out into the grandstands to sell t-shirts. So they did come to the trailer, which saved me personally a trip. But again, I mean, take it or leave it. I like the idea, but I just feel it can also get very dangerous having that many people in the pits and lack of focus and distractions and you, you, you get you get what I'm putting down. So they really know how to put on a show. If you watched any of my videos, if you're even there, you know what I'm talking about. Like, we'll get there before the pits even open. And they have music blasting like you're in a club. I kid you not. It's not just country music. It's like you're jamming out. I'm not good with artists, so don't ask me what the heck they're playing. It was kind of a mix. But I was really impressed. Like, do they usually play American music that's in English? Because that's all I heard. I mean, I think it was late RPM. that It was maybe like a French-Canadian radio station. So it was kind of an interesting mix. But it just boosts your energy. You know, like, I'm, I'm all for... Definitely play music. Definitely play music. I'm, I always was into the playing the country and, you know, the Kenny Chesney and the Alan Jackson. Because you're at the races. However, they are playing music where you want to get up and dance. And it just, it just boosts your energy. And, you know... <laughs> The, the beer women and the 50-50 girls, they're all dressed up. They're all decked out. You know, they do a, 
a whole freaking fireworks show. I mean, let me tell you what, it's like a drive-in movie theater. That is what, that is literally what I think of when I go to these Canadian tracks is it's like you are getting pampered. You are going to a drive-in movie theater with popcorn, freaking poutine, you got your beer, you got women bringing beers to your seat, you got the fireworks show, you got the music, and the entertainment. You know, they know how to entertain. They know how to make it an event. And, oh my God, don't even get me started on the the massive driver introductions. Now, it does take a while. So, I mean, if we did that every weekend, total overkill. But if anyone here is a track owner or track promoter, you know, make it a show. Build up the drivers. Like, the fans in the stands, they might not know these people, but they get to actually see them. You know, they're walking through fire and, uh, what is it, what was it, like, smoke or steam the other night with lights going off and fireworks going off and the music blasting and it's dark and it's intense and it just, it gets you in the zone. Even as a driver, I'm sure it pumps you up. And hearing the fans going wild and they freaking even, I hadn't heard a cowbell in God knows how long they had cowbells. Like, I don't even, I mean, I want to say I don't even know what country I was in, but it was definitely Canada. (laughs) It was definitely Canada. So, fans, top of the line, if you're Canadian and you're listening to this, amazing. My Americans, I still love you guys. And all the other countries, because I know we have others too. Love you all. Love you all equally. But just the camaraderie the energy, the excitement, like, let's bring that back, Americans. So I thought it was really cool. I know I talked about it a little bit um, on my YouTube channel when we were at Drummond, but I thought it was super cool that they do trading cards for their uh, weekly drivers. And I never was into trading cards. All I thought was, like, Pokemon, right? I think Pokemon had... (laughs) trading cards I'm sure you're thinking of something as I'm talking about this if you play with trading cards you know what I'm talking about and they had like you can buy them by packs and he, and they say like I mean Canadians five dollars so what's that maybe two three three fifty for us in the U.S. it's a pack of five has certain like classes each class a driver in each class in the packet and then there's like what is it like a wild card or a special card and they say that kids eat them up. They eat them up and they trade. They literally trade. And I think that is so freaking cool. You know, it's it's building that connection with the kids and the drivers. So, again, this is just another awesome thing that some tracks should really pick up on. You know, we've done, like, I've worked with tracks. We do, like, fans of the week. Or, yeah, we did do fans of the week. Drivers of the week, you know. I like when the drivers come out into the stands and do the redraw. It's good for them to see them, but the card thing is just a whole new level. Like, they're taking them home. They have the driver stats on there. It's just game-changing. So, my wheels have been turning since then, and I did take a a pack home with me to my purse. I kind of got to dig that back up, but super cool. And let's not forget about the food. Uh, This is a... an episode about Canada, we have to talk about the poutine, right? So I will say it could have been me because 
a lot of the menus, except for at Brockville, were in French. But looking at the menus, they all seemed to be the same. And there wasn't really anything different that really popped out. You know, like some tracks, oh my god, Orange County, you can get rice bowls. New Egypt, you can get, um, oh crap, what is that? It's not a steak sandwich, but, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. But it's really freaking good. And, you know, certain tracks, they just offer different things. But these tracks, same meals. You got onion rings, burgers, hot dogs, poutine. I think that was it. You know, like, there wasn't really much different. But then again, I was buying in the pits. And usually the humans in the pits don't get the fancy options as the grandstands. So that was my takeaway there. So uh, the poutine, though, however... If you watched the videos, I did do a taste testing. How could I not? I remember my first time hearing about poutine. I thought it was absolutely disgusting, but you can't knock it until you try it. And I did vote Lay RPM with the best poutine out of all the tracks that I had. And I think I'm currently now on a poutine cleanse because that was a lot of french fries, cheese curds, and gravy. Yes. I think I might make that for... Thanksgiving. It's got gravy, so that's considered turkey holiday, right? I think we're going to roll with that. Well, if you're uh, interested in coming over for Thanksgiving, <laughs> we're going to have poutine. <laughs> Just don't tell my family. So back to the money, the exchange rate. So when you go up to Canada, you definitely want to make sure to use Canadian money. And now I just uh, I just got home back in New Jersey as I'm recording this. I just saw my, my fan bam and I gave BP3 a couple Canadian dollars and I joked around, you know, because I always say it, the money is so freaking beautiful. It just looks too good to be real. Like it's, it's glorified Monopoly money. And I gave it to him because I knew he'd freaking love it. But I explained to him, the exchange rate. I was like, you don't, well, for Americans, you don't want to pay anything in American money when you're in Canada. Canadians might really like it, but you're going to lose out a lot. So for example, in the US, we sell our t-shirts for $25 American. Up there, I was completely blown away with the exchange rate. We were selling shirts for $40 in, in Canada. I literally felt like I was robbing these poor people. They're handing me $40, and I'm looking at them like, I'm so sorry. But they, they weren't offended. It's normal for them. And I, I just, numbers aren't my forte, but I'm grateful I had people that could explain to me the exchange. So another thing, though, which kind of definitely plays into, plays into the exchange rate, is you definitely don't want to play your cards right. Because I was talking to a few people you know, after the trip, and they were complaining. They were like, yeah, you know, it cost me $60 to get into the pits. I'm like, yeah, Canadian. They go, no, I paid American. I'm like, well, you're a friggin' idiot, first off. I mean, I'm not good with numbers, but at least I know there's a difference in the exchange rate between the two countries. Like, they're not equal. And I explained to them, I'm like, Dude, you lost like $16 by not using Canadian dollars. And they're like, holy crap. I'm like, yeah. And the thing is, is that uh, I don't want to just, you know, 
group all Canadians as this one person, but whoever took their money was smart enough to just not give them money back. So that is why they lost the $16. But to each their own, I suppose. Because I had I had one guy who was buying a t-shirt from us. I think he had like $30 in Canadian and $10 American. And he paid me that. And I looked at him. I'm like, are you sure? Like this... I mean, I'm, I might be making like $3 off this by you giving me a $10 bill, but that just doesn't feel right. And he's like, no, it's fine. I'm like, okay. You know, it's play your cards right, do whatever you want, but the exchange rate is freaking wild. It is bonkers. And so what Mike and I do, actually Mike started this. I shouldn't take credit for it. But whenever we do go into Canada, like say we race at Cornwall, and we get paid in Canadian, in Canadian, in Canada cash. I don't, what, do, what do you guys call Canadian money? But we're just wrong with it. So you get paid in Canadian money. Uh, what is that going to do for us, right, in the U.S.? Not much. So typically, we'll, we'll just save those earnings and use them when we go back into Canada. So that's pretty much what we did this trip. Mike saved his Canadian money for the last four years for this trip, it was hilarious that he dug this out. It was like, wow, that is impressive. So two cents on the exchange rate. Um, I'm sure if you've ever been out of the country, you know how wonderful, you know, it is to have uh, cell service or gigs per se, even when you have unlimited gigs, unlimited space and Everything's unlimited until you hit the limit. So it is one thing to have, you know, minimal cell service at the tracks. It's another to have enough gigs before your phone slows down. Yes. Every day, Mike and I were getting texts. Every day. It was like clockwork. Almost too good to be true because it was about the same time. Every day we're getting these texts at like 12, 12.30 saying, you've reached your daily gig allowance. If you pay $5, we'll add an additional two gigs. Meanwhile, in case you have no idea, a typical 20-minute vlog for YouTube that I make to upload it, a YouTube video that's 20 minutes on for myself, three gigs, and I'm getting a text saying, if you pay $5, we'll add an extra two gigs to speed things up. So you tell me, did I go ahead and pay that $5 a few times to try and get those videos up? Yes, I definitely did. Because that is just, I, I don't understand it. Like, welcome to 2023. I should be able to use my phone across the world without having to go through this. But... Again, what do I know? I'm not into the cell service industry. I have not a damn clue. So that was a massive struggle. Um, you know, turning your, what is it? Turning your data on. And I didn't realize you can also pick cell providers, which was very interesting. You can do that from your phone and your settings. But it was definitely hard because we're in the trailer trying to watch, you know, Dirt Vision or Flow or watch, you know, my brother racing down, yeah, where was he, Kutztown, 
in Pennsylvania while we're up in Canada and it's like, oh, we're slowing your phone down. And I'm like, what the heck? Oh my God. It was so frustrating. So anyways, so I definitely have to give a huge freaking shout out to pretty much everyone, <laughs> the officials, the employees, the promoter, the promoters, they were just so extra grateful. I, I'm just still in awe of the extra lengths that these people took. You know, they went out of their way to thank us every night, every different track. You know, they were extra accommodating and they were just, again, so grateful to have us there. I just, it's such a warming feeling. And I say that, again, this is my opinion, but I very rarely ever feel that way in the U.S. Like, nowhere. I don't feel warm and fuzzy like people want us there. It's like, you shouldn't be here. Or why are you here? You're in the way. You're in the wrong parking spot. Blah. So there are there are some tracks and some promoters. Why am I struggling to say promoters? There are some tracks. And there are some promoters who are thankful. And they may go out of their way. And I mean... I'll always remember this one gentleman, whenever he, it's like, uh, he runs special shows at this one track, he, always at the gate, always thanking us, comes to the trailers, walks through the pits, always thanks us. Like that little bit goes such a long way, but man, most tracks are just so damn greedy. They don't care about us. And yet we're the ones putting on the show. Now I say we, I really mean the driver's. For some reason, I like to just put myself in that category. But there's people walking around the pits in Canada. Mind you, like I said, you can drink in the pits. So it was just so funny. I, just watching it, I, I'm standing at the end of the trailer. The guys are working on the car. Mike's getting in. And there's people just standing around drinking a beer. And I'm feeling like we're the circus monkeys. We are the circus monkeys. We are the entertainment Again, I'm saying we. We are what brings the people in the stands, that puts butts in the seats, that, you know, they build it, we come, everyone else comes. Yeah, I get it. Like, it is a combination of the things all together. But what I'm trying to get at is they just make us feel welcome. And I'm sure anyone that was there can definitely attest this. They make us feel wanted. They make us feel grateful and cared for. They Listen, I couldn't believe it. Mike was telling me that the owners, not all of them, but like one of the owners and then a different um, track prep guy. What do we call those people? I don't know. The guy that runs the grader. Wow. This is I'm not going to delete this out. You're going to listen to me struggling with this <laughs> I have no idea, but the guy that, like, preps the track, yeah, so they came over to Mike, you know, and they apologized when the track sucked, and they came over afterwards and asked, you know, asked Mike's opinion, you know, what did, what did he think of the track, how did it go, you know, they care, they ask freaking questions, it is mind-blowing, it's like, welcome again to 2023, like, 
stop being so freaking selfish and greedy and too good for the rest of us. And I'm not saying just one track. I'm just saying in general because there are, I'm sure, if you're a racer or part of a team, you're listening to this and you have that one person in your mind, you're like, yes, they need to hear this. I am, I am right there with you. <laughs> that is kind of why I'm putting this out there. We just want to be cared for, right? So I, d- I just wish more tracks could take that extra step. I see it seldom. I do see it once in a while. And I kudos to those. You know who you are because you do it. I want them to take that extra initiative to make our teams feel wanted and appreciated. Appreciation goes such a long way when you make people feel wanted. When you appreciate them coming to your racetrack. When you you call them and you thank them. I remember, gosh, who was it? A while's back, like, they actually sent out thank you cards. Who does that? You know, now it's, well, we post that you're coming on Facebook. Isn't that good enough? No. No, no, definitely not. You know, appreciation goes a long way. And you can bet that we will absolutely be back up there in Canada the next chance we get. Because like I said, they just, it's just a whole different vibe. And if you haven't been to Canada, you have to go. You know, all the tracks. I mean, the tracks definitely treated my husband very well. As in, like, we ran very well. And it just, if you haven't been... Put on your calendar. I know there's more shows coming up, but the swings definitely make it very eventful and fun. And just traveling with these people, like, it's... Sometimes that's the part of me that I'm like, I have to see these people every single day. But sometimes you actually build a relationship with these humans, (laughs) with these other drivers, and it's like, wow... You don't have any friends here? I don't have any friends here. Let's be friends, right? Yes. And so it just it builds that bond stronger. It's very interesting how this all works. But those are my takeaways. I'm sure there's plenty more. I just kind of went on a tangent with this for a good 30 minutes about our trip to Canada We will definitely be doing it again. I had a freaking blast. I can't wait. Again, every single person that came up to us that said they watch our channel, they were excited for us to be there. Like, it just goes such a long way. You know, just being thankful and just taking that extra step. Like, I don't know. It's just just something about it that it leaves a mark, you know, it leaves a mark and it leaves a really freaking good impression. So Canada, you did us right. You did us right. And you do it right. So shout out to you all. Shout out to the tracks, the promoters, everyone, top of the line. They run a show. They make it an event. They treat us well. It it just, it was great. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. I figured it would be an interesting topic to kind of shine on. If you have any questions, send them on over. If you have anything in particular you'd like us to talk about. But in the meantime, book your next trip to Canada and let us know. Let us know if you've been there or if you plan on going. And definitely get the poutine. 
definitely get the poutine. But until then, thank you. Like this, share this, screenshot it, and tag us, and make sure to give us a follow. The follows definitely help us grow our channel. So thank you again, and we will see you all at the races very soon.